Hey, welcome back to Geek Show Arcade. Hey, everybody. Hey. Yeah. Hi, hi. We back. That's right. That's right. Geek Show Arcade. First episode of 2024. It's the new year, new us. Do you think this year can be as good as last year? Like, oh, with the game releases? It, I'm not oh, talking about worse, right? Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not talking oh, about for general games. games. Yeah, for games. No, there's oh. there's no way this year's going to oh, match last yeah, year. Yeah, we peaked. Last, this is last the, this year is the, was... Mm, this, just peak this is the cool down. Game. This is the honey glows. This is the afterglow. Yeah. The good say. news for me, though, is I only actually played like one game to completion. So 2024 will actually be everyone else's 2023 for me. Mm, right. Right. Maybe. You're doing the delay. Interesting. You did the delay. Okay. Slowing it down. All right. He only beat one game last year. He's Jaren. Hey, I'm Jaren. You can find me on Twitter at Jaren. This is Geek Show Arcade. I forgot to mention that, where we talk about gadgets. I mean, that's an old one. <laughs> video games. <laughs> Maybe gadgets that video games use. True. There's one week out of practice. Give him some slack here, guys. It's okay. Yeah. Just, just get back in the groove. Got to find that butt groove. Hmm? Uh, what? Let's finish introducing our panelists. I thought I heard a word. Ears per perked up. Lando. Hey, it's Lando. I got a butt groove. Things are going great. There you go. Your face is a butt groove. Oh, that was a very nice, Jaren. <laughs> Jeez, beats. It just fell. It just it's, it it flowed. How it cheeky? Flowed right out. How cheeky? Like stuff out of his butt. Oh, he's got the cheeky jokes. It's Owen. <laughs> hey, I too have cheeks. <laughs> and uh, oh, this was a great me, episode. You can find me here or on Twitter at Technoan. Uh, usually hanging out here with the host. His name's Tony. Hey, I got no butt jokes. But really, the end. Oh. <laughs> Check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony, or on the other Geek Show podcasts. Is podcasts is yeah. There is one of the best butt jokes I've ever seen in my life is on the regular show. I think it's the second or third episode of the series, and they show Rigby who lost half of his butt in some sort of accident. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> and it shows a butt, a butt with only one full cheek and then one blank space with stitches. <laughs> it's so funny. I love that show. The regular show is absolutely fantastic. All right. This is this is where we talk about video games, though. Not butts. But before we do that, <laughs> maybe a little bit of butts. Um, do we have any emails? Yeah, we got two. Email. All right. Got one from Benjamin. He says that 2015 Final Fantasy VII E3 reveal, if I remember correctly, was a tech demo trailer for the PS4. I might be mixing in rumors at this point, but I recall hearing they had no intention of remaking Final Fantasy VII. Due to reaction, they went forward with the remake. That's how I remember it, anyhow. No, that sounds right. Time yeah, frame fits. Right. Took four to five years of development. On the topic of Zelda, rose-colored glasses, I still think Twilight, Twilight Princess is still one of the best. I agree. I love Twilight Princess. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I enjoyed it. All right. Thanks for writing in. Uh, got an email from Moses. Oh, we have another one. He's yeah, just I said two. Talking. I said two. Moses. He just stopped talking then. Yeah. Got an email from Moses. He says, good day, Owen, Jaron, Tony, and special guest. Moses here. Uh, <laughs> Lambo special <laughs> guest. <coughs> I was wondering if you have any Mandela effects on any of your childhood games. I'm sorry if my example triggers your special guest. 
As an example, playing The Legend of Zelda, A Link to the Past in the early 90s, my brother and I would have our friend help us unlock Link's white tunic with the help of his gamer's guide. I remember very vividly having done this multiple times. However, no one that I've talked to about this game in the past 20 years seems to have ever remembered that there was a white tunic, which makes me wonder if it was ever real. (laughs) The internet doesn't seem to help much in searches, but that isn't too surprising. Thanks for the memories, Moses. I don't remember a white tunic. Mm-mm. No, I wonder if it was a game genie thing where mm. it would have been not a cheat, but like, because uh, a lot of the times the game genie stuff wasn't actual cheats. It would actually like alter the code of the game while you were playing to give you infinite lives or things like that. Mm. But yeah, that sounds like a Mandela effect to me. Group, a group misremembering something in like the Bernstein Bears, how it's spelled. Y- you mean Bernstein? I don't remember. Baronstein. That one <laughs> exactly me. my There's point. another one out there. There's another thing. I have to find it. Well, the whole reason that it's called the Mandela effect is because some people think Nelson Mandela died in prison. What's the when in what's reality, the famous he... quote from Phil of Dreams, Jaron? If you build it. Do you know it? No, I'm oh, I'm waiting for you to tell me. I asked you to finish it. If I've never it, seen that. Why would I know? Oh, what? So the way I remember it is if you build it, they will come. And the real quote is if you build it, he will come. But everyone misremembers it. It's a big, huge man- example of the Mandela effect. Well, I'm glad I didn't get caught into your little trick then. <laughs> I thought it was they as well. Told it's you. He, huh? huh? Crazy. Yeah, huh? I, I guess there another one go. is Luke, I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, one, that one's one of the most misquoted lines in cinema history. Yeah. Uh, but he's talking about video game Mandela effects. Uh, I can't, I can't say that I can think of any that I have experienced off the top of my head. You guys? Mm-mm. Unfortunately. No white tunic stories for us. I no. feel bad about it. I didn't. I don't have groups of people. So <laughs> I would just be me misremembering something and standing by it and being like, no, that's the way it was. But if it's you alone and you misremembered it, it might as well be reality at that point. Exactly. It's no Mandela effect here. Nobody's there to question you. I mean, there's a bunch of people rattling around up here, but like <laughs> we eventually all just either give up or go have some Mountain Dew or something. But... It, it all works out yeah. in the end. Yeah. Well, there you go. If I remember any, I'll, I'll try to bring it up, but, uh, Thanks for writing in, folks. Appreciate that. Good start of the of the new year, 2024. And if I say it enough, I won't mistype it. That's the way I look at it. If I say mm. it enough, then I won't mistype it at work. That's oh, smart, actually. It's 2024. And the problem with my career is, like, typing the wrong year can have really bad effects. <laughs> like, misreporting yeah. things. It's tricky. Indeed, indeed. Well, speaking of 2024, um, or the turn of the new year, I should say, we got a couple of interesting stories here that show off the most played and the most voted for games on Steam. One specifically is the most played Steam Deck games of 2023, Hmm. and the Hmm. other one would be the Steam Award results for 2023 that were just posted uh, today or yesterday, really, really recently. So we'll kick it off with the most played Steam Decks of 2023. And I got to say, I did not see some of these coming and being on there because uh, they're just games I wouldn't have played on the Steam Deck. But they have three different tiers, Platinum, Gold, and Silver. 
Which makes me wonder why they didn't just go with gold, silver, bronze. But, oh well. No one wants um, bronze, that's why. I, I guess so. Uh, so, they, I, th- I believe they're in no particular order. It's just like the top games that they broke into these three different categories. Platinum is better start... though, right? Like, yeah, platinum's is... the best. Okay. We'll start with uh, silver. And so these are the most played games of on to- on the Steam Deck of 2023. Because, you know, Steam, they definitely keep track of all that data. They know what you're playing. They, they know how, you're, how long you're playing it. They know what you're playing it on. Yep. All of that jazz. And uh, some of the highlights from the silver category of most played games on Steam Deck. This one I was surprised because it's a pretty old game. The Binding of Isaac Rebirth. That game came out, I don't know, like six plus years ago. Never heard of it. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, making the list as well, though, was God of War, Fallout 4, Jedi Fallen Order. Always on there. Skyrim Special Edition. You know, that, that game, there's always players playing Skyrim. No Man's Sky made the cut. Marvel Spider-Man Remaster. Last of Us Part 1. Um, really? That game runs like trash. At least it yeah, did when it came out. Exactly. Fallout 4 and uh, Lethal Company made the cut. That's a brand new game, too. I'm surprised it was able to sneak in with only that amount of time on the market. Uh, even in early access. Hi-Fi Rush made the cut. Remnant 2. I don't know. I don't... I've never heard of this game, but... A, uh, Jaren, you might have to look it up. The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog? What? Yeah, How dare that's they? What that's what it says. Oh, I've heard of this game. It's like... What? Yeah. For real? Yeah, I think it's like a... Oh, what what do they call it? Like a... An adventure game? No, like a choose... Like a storybook, choose your own adventure type game. The Murder of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Came it's a out murder March. mystery party game. Hmm. Oh, it's free. Heroes. Oh, yeah, I remember go. reading about this. All right. Well, uh, Sons of the Forest and a few other ones that, that uh, are kind of pretty, pretty niche. Um, Octopath Traveler 2. I like the Octopath Traveler games a lot. I've heard the second one takes a lot of what was crappy about the first one and fixes it. Oh, cool. So, Yeah. Now, moving on to the gold category, we got a lot of games that you'll recognize. Stardew Valley, Street Fighter 6, Red Dead Redemption 2, Hades, Sea of Stars. That's a new one. Um, Halls of Torment, Risk of Rain Returns. You got Dead Cells still still on there after a few years. Yep, Diablo 4, something called Brotato. (laughs) I I don't know, but I'm interested. Counter-Strike 2. Which is really interesting because that is a competitive shooter, highly competitive, very twitchy, yeah. and people are playing it on the Steam Deck. That makes no sense to me. A lot of people so, to make it on this list. Yeah, to make it onto the gold tier. Yeah. And then in the platinum tier, these are, there's a lot on here that I'd never, I would just not have thought. Uh, Witcher Three: The Wild Hunt <laughs> that makes, sense. makes the cut. That one makes sense. Elden Ring, I heard, runs pretty good on the Steam Deck. It so does. That one kind of makes runs sense. Really well. Uh, Half Life One made the cut on Platinum because they just redid a 25th anniversary version of it, where they modernized the controls and everything to work well on the Steam Deck. Uh, sleeper indie hit. I guess it's not much of a sleeper because it was pretty pretty widely acclaimed. Dave the Diver. That one made it. Now, here's here's where we start to get into the realm of, huh? 
Um, Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon. Makes sense. You think so? Oh, yeah. It's a brand new game from From Software, one of the biggest gaming companies out there at this point. But it's pretty demanding, isn't it? No. No. I mean, it was, it was on uh, last gen. Yeah. All right. Well, Hogwarts Legacy. That runs that surprisingly sense. well. because Really? Yeah. I, I've tried it, it a couple like, times. It runs like Dookie on the regular PC. It does, but with the Steam Deck, it has pre-compiled shaders um, uh, from Steam, so that goes a long way. And, of hmm. course, you can't use hmm. RT features, which run really poorly on the desktop, no matter what you computer go. you have. Uh, Baldur's 3 made the cut, which isn't too surprising. Uh, if you drop it down to the lowest settings, it runs pretty decent on uh, until you get to Act 3 on the Steam Deck. It runs a lot better on the ROG Ally. Yeah. I've played it on both and it runs quite a bit better Are on Are you the streaming them though? Does this count whether or not you're streaming from your No, this is this is like running natively on, on oh, okay. the hardware, yeah. Uh but these are the two that really threw me off. Starfield that was on the list. Run like crap on the Steam Deck. Runs like Dookie on the Steam, yeah, on the Steam Deck. It doesn't run good on the Ally either. And then um Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven which maybe people just like is, the loading screen because I feel like that's the only thing that will. Well, there's work. an actual Steam Deck preset for Cyberpunk. Yeah, there's a Steam Deck oh, okay. preset, but it's I just I don't know. I guess like it I, it it really really trashes the visuals to get it to run on the Steam Deck. Yeah, but I think it's probably. I mean, for me, it's like I don't want to spend a ton of money on a on a on a PC, right? So I'm going to buy a Steam Deck and I want to play these games. And I may not care as much about. The visuals as you maybe you guys do right so i'm especially okay with on that. a yeah especially on a tiny screen yeah. you can pick up a refurbished right. steam deck for like 250. yeah, yeah that's true. so this there is like the cheapest cheap entrance into the steam uh, right. ecosystem okay. it's a great there way to play go. steam games and it's like oh i have a switch might as well buy a steam deck i can play a bunch of games and i don't care what they look like because it's portable there's the fair the longer fair. we go though the less games will run on it um like immortals yeah. of avium that just does, will not run on even the ally well, um, as yeah. well as Jedi Survivor, that game is just way too demanding. So there was a big buzz it, for there's a big buzz for developers to become Steam certified. Do you think that's going to start falling off, like the Steam Deck, Steam Deck certified? They would, you know. Uh, no, I think that's going to continue because the games that Jaron mentions that really run poorly on the Steam Deck that like or not at all are games that are very poorly optimized anyway on the PC. Mm, right. I, I really hope, though, that with the popularity of the Steam Deck, this will encourage companies to have better scalable settings. Right, to be mindful of That'd it. Be great. Least, you know, to actually oh, yeah. plan for that instead of just being like, wait, you want to do what with it now? You want to yeah. You want to play with it on that? You want, it barely runs on this monster, but you yeah. want to play on that? You don't, uh, you don't have the top-of-the-line CPU, and it right. still runs bad on that? Oof. Yeah, that's unacceptable. So yeah, I'm all for scalability. So there you go. There's the uh, the top list of games that people played on the Steam Deck. Um, now, as for the Steam Deck Awards, Steam or Awards. I should say Steam Awards. This is interesting because this is 100% community driven. This is this is not anything to do with um, taking uh, you know into account the votes of the industry. This is just the player's choice, basically. And uh, this is another one where I was surprised at who won a lot of these and even what was nominated. Because that's another thing. These games have to be nominated by the community. Uh, they're not picked by Steam. They're picked by the community. 
uh, even for the just the nominations. So your game of the year award, un you know, unsurprising. Baldur's Gate three. Mm. So yeah, people are pretty spicy I mean, about that. That, that it was game of the year. Mm -hmm. Spider Man, Spider Man's well, Spider Man. Oh, well, that's people. not an option on Steam. It's not yeah. even on PC. Oh, this is. Oh yeah, this is. This is just Steam games. Okay. Yep. I'm talking um, about the award, so, the award, the game yeah, awards. There's well, some, yeah, spice, those, some spiciness going on about the those Spider-Man two crybabies uh, mm -hmm. really wanted. Now I will say this: it uh, Spider-Man two felt like it got a little snubbed it did. in general because mm -hmm. it didn't win anything, You're right? If I remember correctly, and it is a fantastic game. It's probably my second favorite game of the year, uh, just because I didn't probably just because I didn't play Alan Wake two last year. I'm playing that right now, and that is freaking phenomenal. Um, but it would easily make number three, or it would be a close number two. So, anyway, uh, top and the games that were that made the final five, the, or the final six, the finalists. You had uh, oh, it's five: Resident Evil Four, Lethal Company, which is crazy because that game just came out and it's janky as all in early access, but supposedly really fun co-op. Um, FC Twenty Four, which is uh, soccer, EA. Your EA like FIFA Cup twenty four, and Hogwarts Legacy was was Game of the Year nominee on Steam Awards, which surprises me because it doesn't run well. But anyway, what do I know? Uh, VR that was something called Labyrinthian, Labyrinthine, and that one you had uh, that game F one twenty twenty three. I expect you to die three, Gorilla Tag and Ghosts of Tabor. So, yeah, a bunch of VR games that most of us have never heard of. Uh, Labor of Love Award. Now, this is the games that have been out for a while, and the team is well past the debut of their creative baby, but the good parents they are. This is their definition of it. These devs continue to nurture and support their creation. This game to this day is still getting new content after all these years. Now, this one really surprised me because I remember reading an article complaining about this game for this exact reason. Because uh, it wasn't being supported well with new content, but Red Dead Redemption Two won. And is if it I remember, new content? No, it's not. It has had the same battle pass or whatever you want to call it, quarterly like uh, achievement pass thing. The same one three times in a row, three quarters in a row. They've just released the same pass. Okay, so it's just the Rockstar fanboys. Fanboys. Is all I know. All I can think of. And then uh, in that list of as well was Apex Legends, Deep Rock Galactic, Dota 2, and Rust. And I think any of those games is probably more deserving of this than Red Dead Do you Redemption still play uh, Deep Rock Galactic, Jaren? I tried um, that game, and I, it was hard. I haven't me. played it yeah. a while with my friends. I just I could. haven't really played with my friends much lately. Right. But uh, I couldn't really get into it either. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was Maybe fun. Maybe if I had... Maybe I played with like with you or someone who knew they yeah. what they were doing. Yeah. You would have enjoyed it. More, I was more but. confused most of the time. Like, wait, what? What am I? I guess yeah. I'll just blast in this direction. Best game on Steam Deck. Hogwarts Legacy pulled the win there, which I guess since you said it runs a lot better on there, that makes yeah, more sense to me. It's actually decent. Like, it, there's still some drops, but it can have a pretty. Uh, solid 30 FPS most of the time. Pretty consistent. Nice. Yeah. Uh, nominees on there were The Outlast Trials, Diablo 4, Dredge, and Brotato. <laughs> uh, let's see. Better with Friends Awards. So you co-op games. The winner was Lethal Company. 
which is surprising just because that game literally came out like a month a month ago, you know, the beginning of December, I think, or maybe the end of, of November. It's just had that made that big of a splash. In that category, though, you had Party Animals, Dark Tide, uh, Warhammer 40,000, Dark Tide, Sons of the Forest, and something called Sunken Land. Hmm. Now, this one, I have a, I have a grudge with a bone to pick on this one. And it, it really kind of bugs me, but it was Outstanding Visual Style Award. Visual style doesn't aspire, this is their their definition, doesn't aspire to real-world graphical fidelity, though a noble goal in, in and of itself. It des- describes a distinctive look and feel. Like an art style? Suffuses the entire game. Yeah, basically art, your art direction. And the winner of this one was Atomic Heart, which does have a unique and interesting art style but I, I don't think it was better than uh, like these other games on here. Inward, Cocoon. I think High on Life had a more interesting art style. It was on there as well, and some, and one called Darkest Dungeon Two. So, but my bone to pick with uh, Atomic Heart is actually probably not related enough to that visual style for it to count. But that's the game that made all these huge promises with ray tracing, how they were working with NVIDIA and they were going to have all the cutting edge ray tracing and everything at launch. And then they launched and said, we don't have any ray tracing. It's uh, it's coming later. And eight months later, there's still no ray tracing. Like not even, <laughs> a, like not nice. even a cent? No, not even a, not even a, teeny, a teeny bit. No ray tracing still. Huh. It's just like, what? Most Innovative Gameplay Award, Starfield. Yeah, good. Mm-hmm. That tracks. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, the that's the, funny uh, because right now the reviews on Steam are mixed at eighty nine thousand four hundred and three. And are they mixed? I thought it went down to mostly negative. The recent reviews are mostly negative, seven thousand yeah. three twenty five. That's why I'm surprised it made the cut on here, let alone one for most innovative gameplay. A lot of the reviews I've read on it too, and I can see their point. They say this just feels like a slightly altered Skyrim in space with sci fi trappings. So, how innovative is that, that in big, reality? Got but, that big Skyrim energy. Yeah, it's got that big Skyrim energy. Uh, so the nominees on that one was something called Contraband Police, uh, something called Your Only Move Is Hustle. Then you had Remnant Two and Shadows of Doubt. Uh, let's see, Best Game You Suck At Award, one called Sifu. <laughs> Other ones are ones you'd expect to see: Street Fighter Six, Overwatch Two. Uh, FIFA Cup 24 and Lords of the Fallen. Best Soundtrack Award, Last of Us Part 2. And I think I have to agree. The music in that game is really... Did I say Part 2? I meant Part 1. Last of Us Part 1. Yeah, If Alan Wake 2 was sold on Steam, that that, would have gotten it for sure. (laughs) I think you're right, yeah. That's really, really good. It is. It's phenomenal. Um, Other games that were nominated in this. Pizza Tower, Persona 5 Tactica, Chance of Chance, like C-H-A-N-T-S, of Stenar and Hi-Fi Rush, which uh, Hi-Fi Rush, I think, probably are these maybe all, should have got the nod. Are these on all awards one. on Steam Deck? No, no this is for just Steam, Steam oh. in general. Oh, Steam, in, okay. Like, yeah. the music is across any platform. It would be weird if it's yeah. like, this just sounds really good on Steam Deck. Oh, no, it's just the game music okay. in general. And then uh, two more to go. Outstanding Story Rich Game Award. Obviously, Baldur's Gate 3. Obviously. 
Obviously. Um, the other nominees for that were Jedi Survivor, Resident Evil 4, Lies of P. And then uh, what is this one? It's in, oh, Love is All Around. Hmm. I had never heard of that one. Did you pick up Baldur's Gate 3, Jaren, when it was 10% off? I did. I have yet to install it, though. Hmm. Get on it. Yeah, I might return it. No, it's so good. I'm five or six hours into a co-op play with Squink. We are having a blast. How does that work? The co-op is it just so you uh, independently run it? Okay, yeah. 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 Uh, And then the sit back and relax award, most relaxing style game. Uh, Dave the Diver won that one. Went up against Potion Craft, Coral Island, Train Sim World Four, and City Skylines Two. So. There you go, the Steam Awards. Um, now, as for playing Baldur's Gate 3 in multiplayer, so what it what you do is you basically set up a game and you can have people join, but it it at that point it becomes a cooperative game where um, it thinks that that character's in the game all the time, no matter what. So if you try to play as the game owner, like that as that game's uh, so you can the person only play started that game after that. Yeah, you just end up with a character that stands there and does nothing. Oh, because it always loads that person in. It always loads that person in. Yeah, and both both, um, player, both players get to create their own character. Then, yep, oh, okay, you both. Okay. Yep, and so I think I I think you can just take his character and put it back at camp and recruit another character. To I was going to say, do you, just, do you just kill him and then put him in your inventory and run around with him like? <laughs> so I'm not sure exactly how that works because we haven't tried it yet, but I do know for a fact that the person that started the game is basically in control of the campaign at that point. Like all the decision-making. Yep. Um, well, not necessarily. The, someone else can initiate dialogue and do the decision-making and stuff like that. Without you? Can, like, does it pop it up on your screen? How does that so control pa- it? So a little, a little icon goes and shows that this, you know, this person is in a dialogue. Oh, I see. You click on it, and you can see the dialogue and do it with them it is it's it's awesome they put it's i'm glad because like they put thought into that it it wasn't like a it wasn't like a afterthought they kind of always planned on this and they put a lot of effort into because that's not easy to integrate something that's kind of supposed to be a first player game Mm -hmm. like into a multiplayer where the other person doesn't just feel like they're being dragged along remember halo co-op when it used to be like oh there's two master chiefs Okay, yep. but then I think it was three Halo three where you got to run around as the, as the elite, the arbiter, the arbiter, and you were like, "This is awesome." Yeah, yeah. I and I can. There's so much replayability. It's crazy. I I could definitely see steal steal the ring from the gin this time. <laughs> I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try Get for it. Banished. All right. Uh, let's see. We have. Uh, let's let's talk about uh, how the FTC is still trying to stick their they thumb won't. in Microsoft Activision's pie. They can't just. They can't stop. They just. They're like, can't hey, stop, won't stop. They won't. They're just like. They're like, look. They're like, look. I, we. They basically just went back and said, we think you're wrong. We don't like your judgment, and we think that you've made a mistake. And we want to prove that you might have made a mistake. And so um, they're, they're basically saying, look, the judge said you didn't prove your case. 
and they're saying we did we did show we showed that this was that this was not uh a good idea for for that and we'd like you to re to relook at it. showed they showed in the past what microsoft did alleging to microsoft um so some of their ZeniMax games they made exclusive after buying the company and they were trying to prove that they showed that um and so they're they're trying to say um Microsoft's lawyer came back and said, you know, this FTC case is weak. He said that the agency had asked the lower lower court for too much leeway. It's also clear that the standard can't be as low as the FTC is suggesting. He said it can't be a mere scintilla of evidence. I want to say I want to find exactly what they said um, because it's it's super interesting the way the FTC worded it. Um, He said that he told three judge appeals court. Their, their lawyer, uh, Abyad, uh, said that they, the FTC only was only to show that Microsoft had the ability and incentive to withhold Activision's games from rival game platforms. Not that they would, not that they have. They just said that, just they, that they could. That, just that they could. They might. They might there's want a, to. There's a, there, that's, all there, that's all we were trying to prove, and I think we proved that. So I think you need to reverse the ruling or something. And their Microsoft's lawyers like, no, that's not fair. Like to just like to prove a scintilla, like just a small, ma- to prove that the possibility exists. Especially, basically. yeah, especially with so much, saying. especially with so much goodwill from Microsoft, where they signed the deal with Sony, the ten-year deal. I mean, they went, they went and talked to Nintendo. They went, and, I didn't. They talk to Nintendo about this or Nintendo, was Nvidia, Nvidia, everybody. They were like, "Look, yeah. we're trying to do this above board. We're trying to make this not. We really want this deal to go through." And they did maybe that, that spinoff thing for streaming mm-hmm. in the UK. That's with right, Ubisoft. Yeah, they offloaded that. You know, so anyway, they. I don't think it's going to go anywhere, but the fact that the FTC just can't let a dead dog lie is pretty sad. Well, it's, it's an so, issue of pride at this point. Yeah. They, just, they can't. They're, the, the FTC head commissioner or whatever her name is, I can't remember her name, but yeah. she just, you know, she she just can't take can't take it that she lost yeah. again. <laughs> um well, there you go. Uh, yeah, Ab- we'll Abby, had wanted, Abby had wanted to say, well, we just need to do more more analysis. And um, they're just saying this was not a rush job by the FTC. It's like, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I Like, I just I can't believe that it's still coming up and an issue at all. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, it's ridiculous. All right. Well, in better news, Jaron can finally buy that that uh, he can finally buy that peeping dorm manager game that he wants and no one will notice. What? Oh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. What game is so this? Peeping dorm. Uh, oh, there's a there's an underbelly. Peeping dorm manager. There is an underbelly to Steam. <laughs> Dude, it's to the point where it's not even really an underbelly no. anymore. Like it's out there. It's in almost plain just view. a kaleidoscope now. It's out there. Like it's you a big beer belly in full yeah. view. Yeah. Seriously. So Valve announced a new privacy feature for Steam uh, at the end of December that will let you not only hide games that you own, put them as private so none of your friends can see that you own these games, but they will even let you purchase them privately so that nobody can see that you bought these questionable games. <laughs> the, the Steam do, but Steam does that, right? Like they will announce like to your friends like the, oh, yeah. on your you know, friends list you're well yeah so and so just bought this game like when you, you know, bought, basically when you bought that spicy game owen 
Everyone uh-huh. knew. Everyone. I knew. Everyone knew. I know. So <laughs> I wanted them to know. And, and well, why, just, did, why did you buy that? What game was it? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Sure. It was a game that Jaron gave you the code for. <laughs> oh, it was that Lust Owen. game. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. Lust. was the one Jaron so had the I code start, for so that he I gave started, it to you. I started playing that Lust game, that Lust uh, whatever on Christmas break. I'm like, I'm going <laughs> to... You actually the, did it? Yeah, wow. it's a horror game. It's actually a horror game. And I was really? like, oh, oh, weird. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Huh. But yeah, then I, it was, but I then got it, it was in like, some like Ukraine bundle where sure. it came with 50 sure. games. So, here, so here's the thing. I bought it. I started playing it. And I was like, I mean, I'm not really into this, but maybe if I had the spicy version, it would be more cool. And so he gave, because Jaren's code is the M edition. Oh, the which is the I'm sorry, Owen. Yeah, you're the full Monty. Adults and so adults only. And so the winter sale had it for like four dollars, and I was like, really buy it? I bought it straight up. I bought the full. (laughs) I bought the full the full game, and I'm gonna play through that horror game. It's a horror (laughs) game. If anybody's asking. So, A-W-H-O-R-E. Oh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> horror game. Horror game. Anyway, I did buy that spicy game. Wow. And you guys, well, there you go. And you guys saw it, right? So See, you Jared, can't sure. blame me for just, this at all. He was just messing with you. Turns out it's real. No, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you'll be able to mark these as for my account uh, private. This is a when beta, you buy though, these right? now. Yeah, it's... Uh, is it in beta? I thought it was. Thought, oh, yeah. yeah, it's for Steam beta yeah. testers right now. So yeah. it's not rolled out to the general public yeah. just yet. So maybe hold off, Jaron. Don't buy that other one yet. Yeah, don't but do yeah, it like I did because I thought be, that it was going to be. Be careful when you're looking at games on Steam uh, if you don't want to see some of these freaking hentai games because they're sometimes just popping up in the what's popular mm-hmm. list. Oh, no. Because there's a lot of uh, people checking these games out and buying them. Like, yeah, and they they do not censor the screenshots they on the not, games. No. It's I've had it's, the uh, I've had the store up pretty... I've had the store open and been like, Ugh. can get pretty wild and hairy. Yeah, I mean what I said. You said what um, you meant. You said you what, you, what said. you said. And I meant what I said. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, let's see. This is also really interesting. Um, the so there was a hacker that was busted. For I can't remember what he was busted for first, but while he was in custody, oh, I read this, this is so good. He hacked Rockstar oh, yeah. using his smartphone, a Bluetooth keyboard and mouse, and an Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, so good. How does he was able how does the to fire hack? Stick play into this. I think that was what he used for his internet connection with his smartphone. Yeah, I don't know exactly what he he might have used some of its Linux underpinnings. I don't know. Yeah, he was in custody um, for hacking, right? And then he was in, in custody for they ha- hacking. Yeah, they had him in a hotel, and they're like, "You are you are in big trouble, Mister. No He's internet eight, for you." Eighteen-year-old kid. Yeah, right. And while he was there, he used those tools to hack into Rockstar Crazy. and and was able to pull at least 90 videos of GTA 6 development materials, 90 videos worth. This is what prompted them to release the trailer early and to drop that early. This is, this seems like this is the attack that released. No, no, no. They they released it. That happened because uh, it was a, uh, an employee's son posted it. 
uh, early to his like Twitter or something. And so then they were like, and okay, so like, well, we'll let's just, just roll uh, it. Okay. If I remember correctly, I uh, did he. Sure so did he pull source material down? Is that what he? So he pulled a bunch of videos and stuff from the uh, development material, development materials for GTA mm, Six. That so like it wasn't source. like the the trailer right. that they had curated for the you know the announcement. This was just a bunch of other stuff back end stuff. Working on. Right. So uh, now the reason this is a story again is because that happened a little while ago. He got sentenced uh, two weeks ago and, um, that's so funny. Let me just, let me just summarize this. It was, uh, basically this hack happened in a hotel room after his laptop had been confiscated for the previous hack. And yeah, right here, using an Amazon fire stick, a hotel TV and a mobile phone. So, uh, basically he's part of this hacking group called lapsus dollar sign. And uh, they are accused of blackmail, fraud, uh, other charges under the Computer Misuse Act. And uh, the thing about this article is it's talking about his sentencing for the Rockstar hack. And basically he is being sentenced to life in a secure hospital because they've deemed him like not... basically not competent. Not, not competent right. for like being sent to prison he doesn't believe what he's doing he can't believe what he's doing is wrong like he's he basically so, doesn't have the ability his name is arian Kurtage, and he's been described as acutely autistic and the bbc reports this is from the bbc report and they say that uh he will remain in a secure hospital for life unless doctors deem him no longer a danger so if this, this guy can hack with a TV and Amazon Fire Stick and a and phone, a smartphone. in a in a no Wi-Fi hotel or motel, well, what kind nobody of a, said there was no Wi-Fi. Oh right, it must have been connected to something. Yeah. So, but like if he can do that there, then it's not that much more of a stretch in a hospital. Yeah, in a mental institution. So, and uh, the 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 reason is the reason for this is because. Uh, well, let me just finish reading this. This is notably distinct from a sentence of life in prison, which doesn't always run until the actual end of one's life either. But his sentence is still effectively indefinite. A mental health assessment noted that he, quote, continued to express the intent to return to cybercrime as soon as possible. He's like, I love he this. He is I'm not... highly motivated. Yeah. Wow. He's like, I love it. Why would I stop doing it? Yeah. yeah I like this just, a lot. Just straight up. I'll, I'll, I don't care what you do to me. I'll serve my time, and as soon as I get out, I'm going back to yeah. it. This is what I love, and I'm going to keep doing it. Man, that's a danger shooting your mouth off when you, like, just... Oh, like, man. And I get it. Like, autism makes that not not as easy to do, right? Like, to, right. to not hold as easy that to control back. Your, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those internal those internal thoughts. but Internal it, dialogue and yeah. things like that. But, yeah, crazy. So, he basically, he's, he's going to spend the rest of his life in uh, a so mental health care facility through the padded book at him <laughs> exactly <laughs> the, the padded book so yeah fascinating fascinating stuff okay let's see um let's see be oh yeah we got a good baldur's gate 3 story here from owen because you got to be careful oh man what you what you record and upload to your xbox yeah account so <laughs> so you can you can do some screen sharing through microsoft's app right and do records and then those gets those screenshots get taken up to the server and then you can share them on twitch or whatever social media yeah, whatever platforms 
Well, this player decided to do some naked time in his camp where he undressed everybody and just ran as everybody around. As you do. Wait, I mean, if you, haven't, as you do. if you haven't, yeah. if you haven't run around. Playing? Baldur's Gate 3. My, my guy, there's something there for everybody. I, <laughs> I finally, I finally, I finally swapped underwears. I like, I, I. <laughs> What? You did the underwear swap? Yeah, so like, so like, if you look at them with their with their clothes off, they have underwear, and like as a you know whatever, and you most, can most video you, games are that way, and you can you can swap you can that. It's actually off it's actually unequipable, it's a, and you can send and, it to another player, yeah, and it modifies and put it, it on them. It morphs to something different for them, like like the same style of underwear, but it's still for a gnome or a halfling or an orc, like Asterian's Asterian's underwear does not look the same on Shadowheart. Right, it's exactly. a different color and it's a different style. But you're saying words. It's but so I fun. don't understand any of them. So this guy you decided have to experience to have, it firsthand. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, there's something in that game for everybody. <laughs> uh, so they, so this guy decides to have mandatory naked time. Everybody running around in camp, and it's he not took, weird. You're weird. Yeah, and <laughs> I think uh, it's weird. and he and he recorded screen clips of it. Right. And he did, he was just whatever he I don't know what his intent was with the screen clips, but for whatever reason he had them, and they all got uploaded. The, those screen clips automatically uploaded to your cloud storage account for your Xbox account. Okay, and, I love this guy's username too, by the way, Daddy Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> and so and so all of a sudden he gets a three ban hammer because you have to have three strikes, and it goes boom boom boom, your account's banned. For a year, <laughs> for one for a year. year, and not just Baldur's Gate. This is his. This is his Game Pass Microsoft account. He can't play yep. any other games. Uh, his account mm -hmm. is banned, and he, of course, like you do, you're like, hold on, that was a mistake. I didn't mean, like. I didn't know I was violating. I wasn't trying to violate the the terms. So he goes and appeals. Right? He goes, hey, I'm gonna. Obviously, they're gonna see that this is a mistake. I, I did not. <laughs> that was for me only. I did not. I was not trying to share this or be inappropriate. And Microsoft just says... He was having naked time. No. <laughs> Mandatory naked time, everyone. Microsoft was just like, <laughs> no. Microsoft's like, no, you violated the rules and we're sticking it to you. Like, they're just like absolutely not budging what? on this ban. Even though... Found the, it, found the enforcement yep. to be warranted. Yeah, warranted. <laughs> which, which, if you've ever argued Crazy. with Microsoft... And I have a funny story because I have argued with more with Microsoft. I think I've said this story about Why my... Why am I not surprised? With my, remember my Bing... Remember the Bing search results? Oh, yeah. And I had yep, like yep. seven accounts and I thought I was yep. smarter than them. And I was like, how dare you cancel my account? You don't even know who I am. They're like, we know it's all coming from the same IP. and These the, ones, these ones, and, these ones. And I was like, oh. good day. Good day, sir. <laughs> you win. I said good day. Yeah, I was like, well, well you didn't... Uh, Anyway, they once they have <laughs> once they have deemed that it's that they are warranted. It's basically a shut door. No more doorbell. No more handle. Nothing. There's like go away, and so his account is banned for one year, and that means that he can't play any games unless he creates a new account. Of course, uh, right? He can't play any. Account. Can't but play. But if you're any... like me, you buy digitally downloaded games on the oh, other right. account. If you, if you, especially if you paid for like a year's supply. of game pass or something oh yeah. yeah or i mean um or of gold membership or whatever remember like you can't you can't play you're out you're done so be careful what you record in the screenshots particularly around spicy games because <laughs> is there a setting i never do screen recordings and stuff like that is there a setting not to automatically upload it because oh the thing yeah is, for sure he got nailed just... he got nailed so fast on this because he uploaded multiple clips and yeah. then they came back at him all within a minute. Each one's a strike. Each yeah. one was a strike. And so he got, instead of like one infraction where they were like, Hey, what's it going on? Bunch. It was 
ding, 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 because they were separate files. And it's it seems like it's AI or some sort of automated system. I don't think it's a person. I think it's just something was like well, yeah, violation. Hot, ding, ding, ding. It's the uh, app hot dog or not hot dog. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's all it uses. <laughs> Which is a perfect <laughs> allegory there. Hot dog <laughs> or not hot dog. Not, not a hot dog. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, what's funny, too, is at the end of this uh, article right here, they said, uh, um, Baldur's Gate, this is... Uh, TheGamer.com basically says, uh, hopefully Daddy Vegas doesn't actually have to wait out a year-long ban to play online again, though at least they have something in common with Jahira. Uh, is, that, is that her name? Yeah. Jahira? Yeah, Jahira. In uh, Baldur's Gate 3. Jahira actor Tracy Wiles, who recently got banned from YouTube for saying the word sphincter a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> really? YouTube banned her for that? I guess so. Awesome. We only said it once so far, so don't ban us, YouTube. We're not going to say it again. Don't worry. Wow. Uh, Yeah, hilarious. So, So. All right, and last but not least, the earbuds we've all been waiting for. I just love any excuse to talk about earbuds. Huh? What show are we in? Is this Arcade? You'll see why. You'll see why this is Arcade and it's earbuds. They are Sega Dreamcast and Sega Genesis themed earbuds. Yep. What? So the video game company Iconic and uh, Sega. Oh, just kidding. That that's that's not how the word works. Iconic video game company Sega, sorry, is tapping (laughs) into gamers' nostalgia. Uh, to put out these accessories based on their popular vintage consoles. Oh yeah, for sure. This is 100% just, uh, you know, hey, you guys want these cool themed earbuds? Remember when Sega was cool? This yeah, is, this I do been, remember. This, got, this is putting off Atari hat speaker vibes, right? <laughs> like, yeah, but it's actually a lot less money. And they're they're $109 a piece, and it's still a lot less money than they charged for that speaker hat. What what did they charge for that thing? I think it started at like 150 or 200 if I remember oh, correctly. Oh, the speaker hat. But uh, yeah, so they have a Dreamcast-themed one and a Mega Drive or Sega Genesis, if you're um, in North America, themed set of earbuds and the cases look like the consoles and the earbuds on the dreamcast the earbuds look like the input controls and on the sega genesis the earbuds look like uh logos off of the uh you have the 16-bit logo and the mega drive logo the dreamcast is clearly the better option out of it is yeah it is it looks cooler for sure um but yeah, I honestly don't expect these to sound very good. But you're going to buy and a pair? Of course no, he's going to buy a pair. You owe it to I the will, listeners, Tony. No. I think you need the Dreamcast not. ones to put on your shelf. I will not. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm surprised we're having to try so hard. Yeah. So there you go. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe Twyman will buy these. Cause they're is there retro any place themed. to buy? Is there any place to buy these old games? Like the like if you want it, like an emulation, or if you emulate them, do you have to um, rely on pirates like pirating them or downloading the ISOs? Like, where can you get these legitimate? Where can you get ISOs legitimately for these? Sega like, has Dreamcast? available for sale like the Sega Genesis Collection, 
Yeah. Um, you have to use the emulator built into the game itself, but there's like 30 That's to funny. 40 Sega Genesis games. What about Dreamcast? Did they, them, ever, did they ever emulate? They have resold Dreamcast games in Steam. Like you can buy Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. Okay. Can, yeah. It's pretty pretty slim pickings, yeah, though. Like Crazy Taxi as well is on there, I think. Well, and, and in the Game Awards, they announced they're bringing five, five of their... Uh, IPs back from the dead, and they're right. going to make new versions of of five of their games, like Golden Axe and Crazy Taxi, yeah. and stuff like that. It so. kind of is the season for retro games, like like the oh, everything cash- old is new again. Yeah, everything you know? old is new again, where they're just basically cashing in on yep. old IP. All right, well that's it. This is the uh, the end of the first episode of the new year, twenty twenty four. Happy yep. New Year! Before we get out of here, though, we want to give a big shout out to our awesome Patreon backers, patreon.com slash gadgetspot. Thank you so much for your support through all the years and ongoing. And if you donate $6 a month or more, you get a shout out on the air, which Jaron has for us right now. Thank you to David Roshinsky, Connor Keesaw, and Wiffleball Tony. Si se puede, reap rewards, rebooting, router registries religiously. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson, buy Geek Show Arcade Help Desk stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills. Uh, Jeremy, no name, no color. Kesslow, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred. Mm. Matt Nelson, Mr. Hand, <laughs> Mr. Spicoli. <laughs> In 2024, Aloha, It's Our Time, Josh D., Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe, There's No Place Like G28, X0, Y0Z0, Adam A- oh, Ryan M, and Adam Hecht. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. <coughs> Owen, take us out. Hey, we hope you care. Poor Jaron. <laughs>